You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, Pills Mafia? I'm your host, Fernando Shimuzi. That's your leading the charge. Today, talking about the positional battles that are taking shape with the Bills uh, just ready to start their preseason campaign facing the Indianapolis Colts next Saturday. Uh, so some positions are still wide open. Uh, the Bills have some nice positional battles going on right now at the camp uh, ahead of this week three and the end of this training camps at St. John Fisher's College. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about them. And the first one that I really want to dive into without further ado is the middle linebacker one. And people who has followed me, they know that I've been really hopeful that Terrell Bernard can step step up his game and, and take over the leadership role in this defense. And... I see this as the main plan from Darren Bean and Sean McDermott since they made that pick in the third round uh, two years ago. It was a, a questionable pick back in the day since we already had Terrell Bernard and Matt Milano starting and they looked like a pair that could be there for the foreseeable future. But I, despite some people seeing Bernard just as Milano's replacement, I saw him like, look, look at the, this guy's makeup. Look at his, his pre-draft uh, scouting reports. Look at how uh, people raved about his leadership at Baylor. Look at how he, he seems smart. He seems like a guy who, who's perfectly capable of carrying that green dot and and communicating well in the middle of the defense. So with all that, despite the physical traits, screaming Matt Milano, if you read his scouting report, it screamed like middle linebacker, Mike linebacker, captain of the defense, green dot guy. And, and a lot of people wrote him off since day one for, for Edmund's replacement because of his size. But recently, when Brandon Bean finally made some comments about uh, Termaine Edmond's size maybe uh, being a factor uh, about how opposing offense attacked the Bills and how that could limit Edmonds in some situations needing to man up with slot receivers and quicker guys out of the backfield, then... Having another guy in Milano's mode made perfect sense uh, as the middle linebacker for the Bills. 
even if having another Matt Milano at Mike Linebacker could make this defense more more exposed against the run. Um, I think there are some pros and some cons having two Matt Milanos uh, in the linebacker spot of the Bills compared to having Edmonds and Milano. Uh, I think that's unquestionable. Um, but the Bills made a choice when they allowed or they refused to to pay huge money for, for Edmonds. And they think they might be even better suited with another guy who has Milano's athletic ability and, and a guy who can be an interchangeable piece. With that said, um, Terrell Bernard became my favorite guy for this role. Um, since, since day one, since the draft day, being already kind of wrote off Dorian Williams for this middle linebacker spot. And it made sense for me because if you see how they act towards Bernard, letting him see it and, and learn the defense and see the veterans ahead of him playing and dealing with um, what's expected from these positions, Dorian Williams in the third round coming from Tulane in a simplistic defensive scheme. Uh, it made total sense to have him learning for the bare minimum the first eight weeks of the season, in my opinion. So being coming in right after the draft and saying he wouldn't be a factor in the middle linebacker uh, job, it made sense. I wasn't like surprised because of his comments but the majority of the people were and it seems like they took a major hit because of those being comments and they changed their uh, approach to that and say no look the rookie has a shot for this job but that never was realistic because we're talking about a young guy 20 year one year old coming from a, a college where he played a totally different defense and it didn't need to deal with so uh, many tasks in the communication department so it it wasn't really uh, it wasn't really fair to expect dorian williams to come in and be ready for this role and he'll have his he'll have his time to learn this defense even if he's now playing just wheel linebacker behind milano and special teams focusing on that he will be there on that linebacker room during the season watching Dodson, watching Bernard, watching what Babbage and McDermott ask from their middle linebacker and learning the difference. And look, if those guys can't hold down that spot, if who whoever wins that job, Bernard or Dodson, if those guys struggle to play at a high level, uh, Williams will be there waiting for an opportunity. And even if they can establish themselves as really difference makers, as middle linebacker, next offseason, no doubt Dorian Williams will give a run for their money. But right now, it's not fair to expect a rookie to be an impactful guy early this season. And no problem at all, because it seems all guys are doing their part, doing their job, and they're, they're playing at a nice level during this 
these training camps. Obviously, we need to see more. We need to see preseason. We need to see real game situation with the bullets flying. But Dodson, just like Matt Parino told here in the leading the chart, how Dodson uh, took this offseason seriously, prepared himself, saw the opportunity, and is trying to, to really take advantage of it. Uh, it really seems it's panning off, and, and Dodson seems improved in coverage. That's the biggest question mark with him. And and he started in, with the green dot in the, the scrimmage, in Friday's scrimmage, despite Milano wasn't playing, so Bernard playing alongside him uh, with the starters. But he was the green dot guy with the first, uh, first team defense, and Bernard was the green dot with the second team defense. So, in my opinion, the, the intention was making Bernard the, the middle linebacker of this team. But Dodson is, is the veteran guy out there. He's been longer than, than he's been there longer than Bernard. He knows this defense. And it really seems he hasn't given any opportunities to be written off of this competition. What's really good for the Bills? Because I can't lie and tell you that, oh, there, uh, there is no doubt that Bernard are go is going to come in and, and, and kill it. Okay, there are question marks about Bernard, his size, uh, how the run defense will work with Bernard Milano, nickel defense with Teron Johnson, and how's, how's this defense dealing with the run with all those light guys in the box? There are question marks about it. So Dodson kind of minimized these question marks. I believe Dodson is more prepared to, to be more of a tamper against the run and to, to deal with the run game in a better way than, than Bernard due to his size, the strength. But we know also the Bills defense, uh, it prefers to be stronger against the pass than against the run. The Bills aren't really the kind of defense that don't want to allow you to run for one yard, three yards. They can live with short gains if they can get some third downs to get out, out of the field in the third down. So they are really trying to avoid big plays. They are really trying to keep the ball ahead of them, in front of them, and, and avoiding big plays and trying to create turnovers and, and make people com uh, commit mistakes. So, with that in mind, I believe Bernard can be successful in the middle of this defense, but Tyrell Dodson simply isn't letting Bernard take over this defense. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Another thing that's... Uh, a factor, in my opinion, in this competition is how Terrell Dodson seems 
from afar, it seems like Tyrell Dodson is more of an extrovert guy and, and, and Bernard seems to me more of an introvert guy, despite being considered or he was considered a leader of Baylor's defense. I think if Bernard gets the job, he'll, he will be able to, with his play and with the, the nice communication skills inside the field, on the field, uh, and with his smarts, he'll be able to grow into that leadership role in the middle of this defense. But he isn't uh, talking personality-wise. It, do, it doesn't seem to me that he's an extrovert guy, a guy who's who's a loud guy. He, he, isn't, he doesn't seem, in my opinion, a loud guy, a guy who's talking. And, and, and so people aren't really paying attention to him all the time. And it reminds me, Chris Brown from Bills.com talking about Dodson recently and saying he was watching the practice and Dodson just was looking at him uh, on the sidelines. And he, when he saw Dodson look at him, he looked at Dodson and Dodson was like, don't sleep on me, don't sleep on me. And then Chris Brown proceeded to have great things about Dodson and, and how he's practicing well, how he seems improved in coverage. And I'm not saying Brown just said that because of Dodson called his attention and, and kind of trash talk to him and, oh, don't sleep on me and things like that. But it helps, man. It helps at least to make people pay attention on you, you know. Uh, maybe Chris Brown would say nice things about Dodson anyway, but I really believe that kind of action helped Chris Brown to notice Dodson a little bit more, pay a little bit more attention to him, and he had nice things to say about Dodson. I believe Bernard isn't this kind of guy. Bernard wouldn't talk to Brown. Bernard would just enter the field, do his job, try to do what the coaches ask him to do in the best possible way, and that's it. Earn his job with his play, and that's it. Not being extremely vocal, extremely loud, or trash talking, or or being an extrovert, you know. So maybe that's something that holds Bernard back a little bit at this time of the year. But but it's just for the fans, for the media, not for the coaches. The coaches know what they're asking from those guys and what those guys are delivering. So uh, Bobby Babbage's interview was big time for me because I was ready to tell you that Dodson is ahead of the competition due to all the, the reports coming from on Bill's drive. But with Babbage's interview saying, look, that's a real competition, guys. That's a real competition and we want to have a, a, a winner sooner rather than later. But... I, I believe it's, it's still wide open. I believe that Bernard still has a big-time shot. I believe Bernard still is maybe for the coaches the favorite in the sense that if he can play at his best and Dodson can play at his best, they might go Bernard because Bernard is more inter, of an interchangeable piece with Milano than Dodson. And it seems that they really want this interchangeable piece with Milano. That's why they doubled down and drafted Dorian Williams to be a plan B in case Bernard doesn't pan out. And I just think Dodson 
really is taking advantage of the opportunity and really selling it hard to Bernard right now. Braylon Spectrum has been already written off, but with um, a minimal opportunity, people were already talking more about Spectrum than Bernard. And that's crazy, in my opinion. But preseason is going to play a huge role. We will see those guys on the field and we will see how interchangeable Dodson can be with Milano. And we'll see how Bernard can lead this defense from a real game situation instead of being loud out of the field. So that's what really matters. And I'm curious to see it in this training camp week three, but also in the preseason game against the Colts. Cornerback two spot, another wide open competition. And again, Dan Jackson is doing his Terrell Dodson uh, personification. The difference is that Dan Jackson has games, game tape, game experience. He has done it with the, the bullets flying in real situation. Dodson has played also, but way fewer than, than Dan Jackson so far. And it seems Dan Jackson, again, just came ready to compete, doing what he can do at his best. He doesn't have the athletic traits. He doesn't have the potential Elon has, but he's a true pro. And and despite being a four- or five-year professional right now, I think he's a four-year pro guy, he seems like a vet. McDermott, in his interviews, talk about the guy putting him in the group of Trey White and, and Hyde and Poyer. So... It speaks loudly about how how Dane can really deliver as a pro in the communication, the preparation, the film study. And, and that's why this guy really can maximize the tools that he has, even though those tools aren't as nearly as good as, as Kyrie Elon's tools. And then today, Christian Benford, continues to look don't sleep on me with this with his play and not with his mouth right and intercepted two passes today and the conversation was Benford maybe being moved to safety but the guy has has played lights out as a cornerback and has stuck there and 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 he still competes for this cornerback two spot and we know the guy can tackle. You know, we know he can be physical. We know he can uh, do a nice job in the preparation department. So it's been tough to Elon to also get his job. But I see this situation very similar to the linebacker situation in the sense that the Bills have their their ideal players to win those jobs, and those guys are, in my opinion, Bernard and Elon, and that's why they were drafted. And if, if those guys don't win the job or don't win the competition they are in, uh, it's, it's going to be a kind of a, a letdown, okay? Even though it seems that Dodson, Dane, Benford, they are playing at their, their best. They are doing the, their best to, to really keep those guys away from getting the spots that they were drafted to take. So that's how I feel about those two competitions in the defense. And that's why I still root for Elon and for Benford, uh, sorry, for Elon and for Bernard to win those, those jobs, because I really think we can see the best of this defense with those guys playing at their best. 
it doesn't mean that they are really playing at their best right now. It doesn't mean that they can fail or let down, not just me, but especially the the coaches and, and, and Brandon Bean and the scouts who draft them. Uh, but if they don't win their jobs, I think it's going to be a kind of a letdown. And, and, and those guys who win the job, I hope we can really be surprised by them because even if they play at their absolute best, I don't see they have they, they those guys having the same tools, the same nice tools that Bernard and, and especially Elon have to work with. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On the offensive side of the ball, uh, we have still competition in the guard spot. Osiris Torrance has played a lot with the ones, but again, Ryan Bates is just sticking around and he's still having a lot of snaps with the first, also as a center, giving more some time out and and. This is a place where I really want to see the guys playing a lot in the preseason because those guys need the, the snaps, especially the rookie Torres. He needs the snap. Uh, he needs all the snaps possible so he can develop, work with different rushers, NFL level players, and, and learn on the fly. But there is no doubt in my mind he offers the, the highest ceiling. And I hope really he really can can start sooner rather, sooner rather than later because that's a guy with potential to become something. If you look at our offensive line and they kind of struggled this last week and that's big time so we can see uh, improvement in this week three of training camps and especially solid play against the Colts. Uh, even though I don't want to see Josh Allen play against the Colts, but let this offensive line play a lot, rotate uh, during this preseason game with Kyle Allen, Matt Barkley battling for this QB2, uh, QB2 spot. Uh, but those are guys who, who want, like Josh, uh, improvise. They are guys who got to just run the, the offense as, as it is planned. So... I hope they can play a lot this offensive line. They can play Spencer Brown on the right tackle position. The guys still got to be more consistent. And they can play Bates, Blaine Torres, even McGovern in um, Edwards, right? McGovern is the clear favorite, obviously. But we have Edwards with experience playing for a Super Bowl winner with Cromer. So let those guys play. Let those guys compete. Give opportunities to Snell and, and Kissing Berry to compete, too. I don't see they they winning the job over Brown, obviously, but Brown got to be more consistent. And if we look at our offensive line, I don't see one elite player there. 
Mitch Morse is my favorite offensive lineman in this team, and he's a really good center, and maybe the closest we have as an elite player in the offensive line, but it's debatable if uh, he is an elite center in this league. Uh, he's really smart. He's a, a, a savvy vet. He has some mobility, good mobility to pull, be a puller in the run game. I really like Mitch Morse, but we, we know that it's dangerous with him in his previous concussions. He he might be a snap, a concussion away of of maybe needing to to have a, a major decision in his career. So I really like Morse. I think he's our best offensive lineman. And then Dion Dawkins, I really think he's a solid left tackle, but he isn't an elite guy. He's in an up-tier guy in this league, in my opinion. And it shows sometimes. Sometimes he gets dominated. And, and, and I'm not talking about the best edge rushers in the league. Like So uh, I'm not comfortable calling Dion Dawkins a franchise left tackle. I think he's solid. He's nice, but he's in that dominant, that consistent. He struggles with his uh, with his, uh, his shape sometimes, his preparation. And last week we had a pretty tough day for the, the offensive line and our defensive line dominated. Um, so we got to let those guys play. Maybe keep Dawkins and, and Morse out of the majority of the snaps, but the others, let them play during preseason, let them compete, let them get the snaps, try a lot of different combinations. I would even test Bates as a right tackle because we got to have a, a, a good option in case Brown really struggles. And so far, I'm not seeing it. So Bates played tackle in college and and I know he it not it might not be the best position for for him right now definitely isn't he's a guard in this league but he came to the Bills as a left tackle he can play center I would try him there prepare him just in case Spencer Brown struggles mightily during the season uh and on the other hand our defensive line has a lot of talent right and that's something we don't talk a lot about probably because of all the digs drama after the Bengals game uh, we focused on way too much on the offense and the offense really didn't play well against the Bengals and we had a lot of trouble there but if you followed me before that game and, and I remember in my game preview in Portuguese probably in one of my leading the charts in Portuguese I talked about how important it was to the Bills' defense to dominate that offensive line of the Bengals since they had two backups starting that game at right tackle and at left guard, if I'm not mistaken. And, and I, 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 was, I was pretty clear about, look, if the Bills don't beat the Bengals, the Bengals won't go to the Super Bowl because not with this offensive line okay the, the Bengals are flawed right now with this offensive line and the bills might must take advantage of this opportunity because if they don't somebody else will do and 
I don't see this Bengals winning the Super Bowl with those backups playing this offensive line. And in all my bad takes, this one was a correct one because we saw in the very next week how Chris Jones and company killed that offensive line. And the Bills defensive line struggled mightily without Von Miller, without Daquan Jones. We had no impact from Ed Oliver, from the Peneza, from Boogie, from from Groot. We had we had a pitiful uh, game from from our defensive line, and it was a major disappointment. So we have a lot of talent there, a lot of potential. Those guys might have problems to be consistently good but Rousseau is a former first rounder Floyd now a uh, uh, newcomer a former first rounder Epineza second rounder Boogie Basham second rounder Shaq Lawson a former first rounder those guys have ped pedigree Ed Oliver former first rounder those guys have big time pedigree those guys have the potential they have the tools they might not be able to be consistently good they might need to still develop, but those guys can be dominant for, for stretches. And it seems that they came for this, this competition, these training camps, ready to compete, and, and it's showing. So I'm not so worried about our defensive line dominating the offensive line for a practice, but I hope those guys can show up big time in the preseason and show that they really want to be important and play a major role uh, in, this, in this defense during this season. I hope Peneza, Boogie, all those guys can play at their very best because at the worst case scenario, at least you have a, a one piece to trade and to get some good return. And then you have great pieces to rotate and, and let Von Miller come out in without uh, being in a rush. So that's my expectations for this defensive line. I hope I can see it in the preseason too and during this week three of training camp. That's how I see the competitions. And, and I'm not really worried about the competition so far. Offensive line has been the only thing that worried me about this team for a long time right now. And, and I'm, I'm pretty happy with how Kincaid has uh, became a, a, a factor so quick and that's important because we need other other good weapons other than digs so allen isn't all the time depending on digs and gabe davis uh king Cade, even sheriffield shakir those guys are competing and showing up big time so it's good to see that the bills really showed up for this training camp ready to compete ready to be the best versions of themselves and they they are doing that i hope it can continue in this training camp week three i hope we can see it against the colts in the preseason and no matter who wins the competitions it seems we're gonna be well served with the guys playing at their absolute best and no matter who wins those competitions also they will need to hold down those spots during three four weeks during the season because otherwise they will see the, the backup getting a shot since everybody seems prepared to take advantage of an opportunity. So I'm happy to to learn that the guys are really prepared, ready to, to contribute. And this week three 
and the preseason should be big time to see who win those competitions and can become week one starters for the Bills. That's it, Bills Mafia. I'll be back next Friday, ending the the training camp with the week three, doing the preview to to the Bills Colts preseason game, first preseason action for the Bills, and I hope we can start to get our definitions in this game against the Colts. So to you next Friday. Thank you so much for your time, and go Bills.